Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void where prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Hey, what's up, y'all? Alan Kenny hosts the Blayton Homers and Podcast, part of Crimson and Cream Machine on the SB Nation network of podcasts. Make sure to rate, review, subscribe, all that, wherever it is that you uh, access podcasts, be it Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. Um, we are here now for week three of Picks Trying Not to Suck. The Skinny and I both were on the uh, positive side of the ledger last week, each going three and two, uh, bringing each of our uh, – combined records the first two weeks to four and six so uh we're creeping back above the uh mendoza line here hopefully uh looking at week three it's a nasty slate of games but uh we've got a few uh winners here we hope picked out for you so let's go ahead and get right into it skinny what's going on man oh not much like you're saying like this is there's always that one weekend during the season that's just you look at and you're like wow and this man, this is it. There's like nothing exciting on this slate. But um, you know, I guess uh, you know you throw the line in there, and it uh, makes it a little more, uh, it's a little more enticing. Yeah, exactly. You know, the part of the problem for me though was like I didn't see a whole lot of games where I was thinking like, oh yeah, that looks that that, that looks great. I mean, <laughs> you know, it just yeah. No, too... I agree with you. It's a lot of man, like a lot of big lines. You know, yeah, kind of yeah, so. exactly, exactly. So, anyway, well, um, let's see here. Let's recap real quick. Last week, uh, we both went three and two. You hit with North Carolina, uh, Texas A and M gained that late backdoor cover. Uh, Army, which took uh, Michigan into uh, overtime, uh, nearly got the uh, uh, outright win. And then uh, let's see here, LSU covered against Texas, so you missed there. And then Maryland whooped. Syracuse, so uh, that was a miss. Yep, yep. All right, I was then, way off on that one. Yeah, and then for me, uh, Mizzou, I had Mizzou, uh, you know, minus the 14 against West Virginia. That was an easy cover. I had Tennessee. That was a loss. Good God, man. There's some problems there in Rocky Top. Uh, I had Purdue covering against Vandy. I had Marshall. Took I took the points there, and uh, they hung tough with uh, Boise State. And then I had Michigan. I was on the other side of that Army game. So uh, that was a loss. So I was 3-2. and two. So, um, you know, let's go ahead, though, and uh, jump right into Week 3. Do you want to start us off with your first one? Sure. Uh, yeah, I'm actually looking at Alabama going to USC. Uh, Alabama, or sorry, USC is getting 26, or USC, sorry. The other USC, South Carolina. Yeah. Um, uh, they, uh, they're getting 26 at home, um, and uh, the Gamecocks are awful. And I, you know, the past few years I've tended to my detriment. I, I've kind of shied away from Bama and some of these big spreads. But, uh, you know, I kind of think they cruise here. You know, I know that the offense hasn't quite clicked 
uh, you know, for them like it did uh, uh, last year, that is Alabama, that is. But um, I think they rolled this one pretty easy, looking to make a statement early uh, in uh, SEC play. Yeah, you know, I guess is this going to be the first start for Helensky at South Carolina? I can't remember if they played last week, but yeah, Jake Bentley out for the year. It sounds like he's going to be hitting the transfer portal anyway. Um, you know, it's kind of one of those deals where Will Muschamp, you know, he's he's from what I understand, I mean, he's very well liked kind of in the coaching community. It sounds like the media really likes him for for the most part. Uh, but man, just an abject disaster it feels like as a head coach. Yeah, and these SEC and retread coaches just, man, not necessarily the best uh, track record. Right, right. You know, you have that Saban uh, disciple thing going, but, you know, that only gets you so far. So, all yeah. right. So we've got Bama. I'll, let's see here. I've got that at one at 25 and a half. So we'll say Bama minus 25 and a half. All right. Okay. All right. I've got my first one here. Let's see here. Um,. I am going to. I, I'm going to. I'm bucking. I'm bucking a trend here. I'm actually going to take Wake Forest minus two and a half against North Carolina. I know that uh, Carolina has been, you know, uh, started off pretty hot here. Uh, you know, they're definitely kind of uh, seems to be kind of a, a betting uh, kind of favorite at the moment. But uh, Wake Forest is pretty good. Uh, North Carolina's also got some injuries there on defense that makes me think that uh, Wake Wake actually has a somewhat potent offense that can uh, put up some points. So I'll go ahead and lay two and a half with the Demon Deacons there at home on a Friday night game, and uh, you know they'll put a little uh, you know uh, rain a little bit on Mac Brown's uh, early season parade here. Yeah, I mean, I think that's suited to uh, to kind of uh, come to it, not not come to an end, but that that'll slow down, you know. Yeah, yeah. Wild averages. Yeah, no dancing last week after they beat Miami, but you know. Oh, that is disappointing. <laughs> so, but I'm sure his sure kids played hard, right? Oh, they always do, you know. They and, always and, do. Yeah, and, and he conducted himself with the utmost class. Yes. All right. What's your second one? Okay, uh, I'm, and boy, this is, uh, yeah, okay, so I'm going to say KU, which is just famous last words in college football, uh, getting, I had a, tw- I think it's a 21 now? Yeah, it was a 21 plus, and a half yeah at, plus 21, yeah. Yeah, at, at BC, uh, this is, this is kind of my flyer game of the week, I, I've been good on, cam- I've done well on campus past few years i don't know what it is but you know i think you know maybe there's a little bit of an over oh God, it's hard to overreact to losing to uh, <laughs> yeah whoever the hell they lost to 12 to 7 but <laughs> uh, uh you know lester's good at kind of slowing the game down and uh you know so so maybe bc can't quite cover i, I don't know puka williams goes crazy this is a this is a bit of a flyer i'll, I'll admit but but I, i've had a good read on ku so i felt like it was uh, you know i'm gonna play it Hey, you getting 21 at BC. Whew, yeah. You know, for me, this would be one of those ones where it'd be more kind of going against BC in the sense that I hate, you know, laying a big spread with a team like BC that is so, uh, that plays kind of slow, you know, and so much of their game is kind of, 
you know, predicated on beating you up and running the ball so much. So, uh, you know, if I was going to play it, I guess that's the side I'd be on. But, you, yeah, you know, you'd are, have to, you'd have to are, pay me to play this game, man. Yeah, they are 2-1, and one, but it's what that, that's the, what I think it was West or Virginia Tech and uh, I'm blanking on who else they beat. But um, I don't know. Um, I'm not overly high on BC, so we'll see what happens. Right, I feel you there. I feel you. All right, um, I've got uh, I've got a real clash of the titans here. North Texas getting fourteen uh, at Cal. Um, kind of following what we were just talking about with BC. Cal is a team that you know laying two touchdowns. I'm not a big fan of. Uh, you know they play they they play that real kind of grinded out style. You know, good defense, but man, they don't have much potency on offense. They had that big uh, upset last week beating uh, Washington, you know, a team that they've, uh, you know, kind of had had the Huskies number. Uh, that's a big game for them there because it's a, you know, it's a division game in the Pac-12, and you know they've kind of clearly put a lot of uh, emphasis on that one. I think that they're in for a letdown here, and you know, with North Texas having you know Mason Fine and running a lot of spread, hurry up type stuff. I think that they can, you know, keep it close enough and keep it within the two touchdown margin to uh, to get the cover here. I don't see an outright win, but I'll go ahead and take the fourteen with uh, the Mean Green. Ooh, I, I like that one actually. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I think Cal this is a classic white down spot traveling halfway across the country. Uh, I and and you have you know Seth Patel, Mason Fine doesn't get better than that duo, so. Um, yeah, that's a good pick. That's right. Where did Fine? Where's Fine from? He's somewhere in in Oklahoma, oh, right? Oh, it's a small. It's, it was, I think it was eight man football, and I'm I oh. shouldn't be blanking on this, but was it eight man football? It was, I shouldn't blank on this, but I am. Um, anyway. Yeah, well, Latrell's known for beating the bushes, you know, looking for talent. So he is, you know, and Fine got a lot of pub in the Tulsa world, so you know. That's true. That's uh, true. Yeah. Back, yeah, that's that's uh yeah that's Latrell, you know, kind of going back to his roots. So anyway, all right. How about week three? What do you got? Or pardon me, uh, your third game. Sorry, pardon me. My third, my third game. So I'm gonna go with the you know the game day game. Iowa, Iowa State. I'm gonna take Iowa State getting two and a half in this one. You know, I think maybe it's a bit of an overreaction to week one. Uh, Iowa State had had the week off, correct? Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, it, you know, being at home now, Iowa State has has kind of had a tradition of, of blowing this game. So, you know, I, I'm a bit concerned, and it, it seems like most people are on the other side of this one. But um, I'll take Iowa State. I still think they're a pretty decent team, uh, and, and getting some points at home. Yeah, you know, I believe that they opened as a very short favorite. You know, like minus one, and it swung over to uh, Iowa. Uh-huh. This is a this is a weird one. I you know I was very tempted to uh, to get involved here, but I ended up laying off just because um, you know I don't really like betting uh, playing a, a team that had a, an, early, an off week this early in the season. It's just kind of one of those things where I stay away because you don't know what it how how they're going to kind of come out come away from that. But um, you know one thing to keep in mind here if you're looking at backing Iowa. Uh, their secondary, from what I understand, is pretty banged up, and you know Brock Purdy, you know he's—I mean he's a—he's re- the real deal, you know. So like, 
uh, that's not necessarily a position where you you know you want you want to be at full strength there in the defensive backfield when uh, when you're going up against him. So something to consider. So all right. So but I got you down here. Cyclones plus two and a half. And and by the way, Mason Fine Locust Grove High School pegs not pegs but pegs Oklahoma. Oh, so up there by the lake, right by uh, Grand Lake. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. All right. All right. Excellent. Cool. Okay. Well, uh, my third pick. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna fade uh, Nebraska here again. Uh, I, I didn't have them last week. I should have. But uh, you know, this is a t- the Cornhuskers came in with so much hype this year, and uh, so far uh, it, it, we're seeing really kind of just how big a rebuild uh, Scott Frost has on his hands. Uh, you know, last week. It, pretty much controlling that game against Colorado all the way till the end and losing a heartbreaker like that. I wouldn't be surprised if they're kind of dejected and flat this week. And uh, Northern Illinois isn't a bad team. They're another kind of uh, grinded out squad. So I, I'm going to take Northern Illinois uh, plus 14, you know, in Lincoln. Um, you know, I, I, again, I think that the uh, Cornhuskers come away with the win here, but I will. Uh, I'll. I'll take the. Uh, I'll take NIU the Huskies to uh, keep it within two touchdowns. Yeah, I can see that. That's probably the way I'd go too. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, how about pick four? All right. I'm looking at the uh, Hawaii at Washington uh, minus twenty one. Um, you know, obviously Washington coming off kind of a, a bit of an inexplicable inexplicable loss uh, last weekend at Cal, which of course I didn't see because it was, you know. Yeah, it ended at like four. It ended at like four thirty in the morning. <laughs> I know. I had to wake up and be like, "Whoa!" But um, and you know, and I know Hawaii has beaten two two and zero against the, the Pac twelve so far this year. But you know, both of those have been at home and and against the bottom of the league. I think Washington rebounds here has something to prove. You know, plus Hawaii's got that travel, you know, the, the whole travel thing. Um, I'll take Washington uh, kind of getting uh, getting some redemption after last week. All right, so the Huskies minus 21 over uh, the Hawaii. Now, they're, are they the Warriors now, the Rainbows? I forget, like the Rainbow Warriors. I forget how they, what no, they call them. No, I, I think they had to get rid of I don't know. That is a good question. Interesting. We'll have to look that up, but I don't feel like it right now. Um, all right, let's see here. My fourth game. <sighs> you know, I went against BYU last week and it burned me, but that feels to me more like a deal with Tennessee uh, and and just kind of how big of a disaster they are. Speaking of, you know, another. I guess Pruitt's not a retread guy, but you know, he's another one from that Saban lineage that. Uh, it clearly isn't working out there for the Volunteers. He might only be a uh, two-year coach if they uh, keep up at this rate. But, um, you know, I'm going to fade BYU this week. I thought that, uh, you know, USC looked pretty strong last week with uh, Keaton Slovis, I believe is how you pronounce his first name, uh, taking over yeah. at quarterback for JT Daniels. Uh, they've gotten a little bit of a boost, it feels like, from that Graham Harrell hire. You know, he's injected a little life into that offense. Um, and you know, uh, USC is just a, a far superior talent, talent wise to, uh, to the Cougars. So I'm going to go ahead and lay the four with the Trojans, uh, there. I believe they are, yes, at BYU, but yep, I'm going to go ahead and lay the four. 
Yeah, I looked at that one hard because I did see a little bit, and it, it seemed like they were better with Keaton uh, in the game as opposed to JT. So, you know, I don't know. The only thing that kept me away from that one was just simply it, it being on the road and, uh, you know, it, I, I guess the unknowns on, on the USC side. But um, I, I, I like, if I was going to pick it, I'd be going USC. Yeah, you know, that was one thing is that it is a, you know, freshman quarterback getting his, you know, getting a road start. Um, and BYU will be fired up because it'll be a chance to get a kind of a big uh, upset win. But they just had one, you know, so even if the crowd's fired up, I'm not sure if the team will be able to get up again two weeks in a row. Really three weeks in a row if you think about it with having played Utah in week one. So could be a flat spot for them emotionally. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. All right. How about pick five? All right. Uh, this one, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it local. I'm looking at uh, Oklahoma State going to Tulsa. Um, Tulsa's getting 14 points. I will take Oklahoma State. Uh, now, granted, uh, it wasn't even against very good competition, but Oklahoma State looked uh, pretty good uh, in, in the opening two weeks. Um, you know, Tulsa has actually probably played the harder schedule, but, um, you know, they, they haven't faced uh, an offense quite like uh, Oklahoma State with Spencer Sanders and Tyler Wallace. And um, uh, just, just screwed, I, I don't know, this line seems a bit weird to me, um, which, which mm-hmm. kind of scares me, but um, I'm going to go with Oklahoma State. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what that that didn't make a lot of sense to me. Just looking at uh, where they where they had the nine, uh, you know, I think this has gone up. I think actually it might have even been it like closer to twelve and a half when it first opened. Um, I, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me that it'd be that that tight. Um, but you know, I I think looking at it here, I guess the one thing to keep in mind would be uh, you know TU put up like 540 yards last week against now it is against San Jose State. So, uh, but you know I I don't know Oklahoma State's defense so far has left a little bit to be desired. So they're sticking with Spencer Sanders though. I know Drew Brown saw some action at quarterback last week, right? I I think that was yeah, the, the I, case. I think I think Spencer Sanders will start this game. From what I understand. Yeah. Now, whether they sit with him the whole time, like Gundy's just kind of odd about like his quarterback. Yeah. I don't know, so God only knows. But I think since Sanders will get the start. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean they were blowing out. Was it McNeese last week? So it makes sense that he'd use Drew Brown there. Just yeah, you know he's uh, he's Gundy. So you know uh, we'll uh, I guess we'll just see how it goes. You know it'll. I, oh no, they're playing this one in Tulsa, right? So. I was going to say yeah, it would yeah. it'll be a somber atmosphere with uh, the passing of Boone Pickens there at uh, at uh, Boom T Boone Pickens Stadium <laughs> in Stillwater, but uh, no, he's in. He, they're going to be at TU, so um, there should be an interesting atmosphere there in uh, T Town. Yeah, definitely. Go Stadium, we rocking. All right. Okay. So last pick here. 
Uh, my fifth one, I, you know, I looked all over the card uh, for just something, but nothing really jumped out at me. And one line that was really, really odd to me was uh, North Carolina State uh, minus six and a half at West Virginia. It, West Virginia, I, you know, I, that was my my lock of the week last week was them going to uh, Mizzou. I had a nice little uh, uh, nice little wager on that one, and it came through obviously. Um, but something about this didn't seem right, you know. So I looked at it. You know, North Carolina State. You know, this is their first road game. They're, they've got kind of a young team. Uh, you know, looking at uh, what what it is that uh, West Virginia doesn't do well, they really don't stop the run all that well. But North Carolina State doesn't run the ball very well. So you know, something about this, I feel like I just you know I'm taking a flyer here because I don't have a really strong uh, you know analytical play here. But uh, you know, looking at it, you know, part of the reason why the uh, Missouri game got out of uh, whack so quickly last week was that uh, the Mountaineers kept turning the ball over. I don't know if they're going to have those same kind of issues here with uh, the Wolfpack and, you know, going back to Morgantown. Uh, not an easy place to play. I believe this is an early kickoff, too, so you could get kind of a sleepy effort from uh, North Carolina State. I'm just taking a flyer here. I'll take the six and a half with West Virginia and, uh, you know, see, because the other thing to think about, too, is that uh, they need a few of these out-of-conference wins if they're going to have any chance at a bowl, uh, bowl bid this year, which is still, in my opinion, pretty unlikely. Yeah, definitely. So, so you're flipping. I mean, you've been so down on West Virginia. I'm, I'm shocked here. But, uh, I, I think I, I, I like your, your logic makes sense. I like Neil Brown a lot. I, I think he's a great coach. I think just you know looking at what they what he's inheriting there and how many guys they ran off, um, you know it's just they'll have a tough time getting through. You know, I mean if they if they can get like three three wins this year, I think that's pretty good. But you know I, I expect a game effort from them. You know I I was kind of checking in on that Missouri game last week and. The thing is, is that they kept playing like they they were playing hard. It was just a matter of you know, I mean they they kept turning it over, and, you know, missed field goals and everything. So, you know, when when that's happening, I mean, a game can get away from you pretty quickly. Yeah, no doubt. All right, all right. Well, uh, any thoughts on the Sooners traveling to uh, Pasadena for the uh, for UCLA? Uh, yeah, uh, man. You know, it, it's kind of too bad because like you think about it, like. Could be a it should be a cool road trip. You're getting to go to LA. You're getting to go to the Rose Bowl. Um, but geez, to see it, you know, see an 0 and 2 team, uh, ruined team that looks like it has no fight in it with a terrible quarterback. Um, you know, now granted, I think you know, just kind of top to bottom, and this isn't saying much. I think this will be the best athlete that OU yes. Um and, you know, and I know uh, UCLA has a, a pretty sizable and athletic defensive line that's pretty decent. So maybe we get to be a little, we learn a little more about kind of the O line. Um, you know, OU's first road trip. I, you know, I, I think they win easily. Um, you know, I think the spread's probably about right. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, this should be, you know, OU should be. Three and zero heading out of this one. Yeah, did you see that they gave? I think they gave four gave four free tickets. I believe it was to everyone who 
I guess either season ticket holders or who had purchased a ticket to the uh, San Diego State game last week. They gave, yeah, no, man. Like, I mean, UCLA, I mean, they they don't really have much of a following anyway, you know, but that part of it is like, God, man, morale there's got to be terrible. But, you know, it's, I don't know, it's a worrisome game to me just because, you know, I, I, I do feel like you, like you mentioned, UCLA has, you know, quite a bit of athleticism. They've got a few like really nice pieces you know what i mean but whatever it is i don't know man i'm not it doesn't seem like those guys are particularly fond of chip kelly at at this point and uh they they just play pretty pretty boring football but you know it it just I, i i remember what kelly did you know at oregon and how innovative he was and that kind of stuff i mean that does scare me when you're you're you know your team is going out there because you know it's college football and weird stuff can happen and you know weird especially week to week yeah i i almost it's one of those weird things where you i, I wish they had won last weekend like handily um just because you know you don't want oh you start kind of overlooking them right right so. exactly exactly uh, well did you watch any of uh, uh texas lsu I did. You know, that was that was actually probably uh, easily probably the game season, short season so far for me, just in terms of it was entertaining. And, I mean, I was kind of watching the OU game. I was kind of trying to watch both while the OU game was still going on. But, um, yeah, uh, entertaining game. It was one of those weird things where didn't it, it, it felt to me like LSU really dominated that game, but it didn't really show up in the stats or in the scoreboard. Like, I kept thinking, like, they should be up by a lot more than they are. Yeah, um, yeah. But, you know, even despite Texas blowing those the opportunity for two touchdowns in the first quarter, but um, it, it just kind of felt like 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 maybe the score was a little closer than, than what the game was. But, I mean, there's no doubt that, um, you know, Texas is getting better and um, – uh, you know that will be uh, that'll be a tough game for you. Oh, for sure, absolutely, it always is. You know, but the, yeah, that game it seemed like it really went off the rails there early, like right at the beginning of the second half, because it looked like LSU could have gone, you know, kind of kind of really laid the lumber to them, but they dropped like a, a swing pass on their first drive, so they were, went three and out, and then Texas had like nineteen play drive, I think, their first drive of the uh, second half, and after that, I mean, you know. LSU's defenders like started just wilting, you know, and and I think that that really they really kind of uh, wore them down that way. So you know, it, it just it, it went off the rails. But um, you know, Texas also, God, they've got some problems there defending the pass. They're gonna have to figure something out because yeah, Burrow looked really looked really strong, but I mean, you know, that just you know a team like LSU throwing for that many yards on you just there it's an indicator that there's something something wrong you know yeah but if, if you're an LSU fan are you just not like pissed like why did we not like uh, you know implement something you know something like this <laughs> like, yeah oh yeah like something a little bit like this like a decade ago like when the rest of college school did like when you think about the athletes they could bring in like it, it just blows my mind that, that some of these programs are so reticent to, to do this you know what i mean oh god yeah well i mean think about like them the the kind of quality and caliber of players that they can recruit and then they're just going there every year and just trying to slam slam against alabama you know <laughs> like play alabama's game every year and uh you know i mean i guess what bama's won something like eight straight against them i mean 
it, that's you're you're absolutely right. Like that's the part of it that these SEC programs where they talk about you know how how uh, you know invested they are and everything. I mean, they're so just there's no imagination and and no you know real like drive to to do something different or try to you know kind of get outside of uh, what they do in the past and they basically just kind of let Alabama win it win at its own game you know. Yeah, it, 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 it's kind of mind-boggling. Yep, yep. All right, well, cool. Well, uh, Skinny, thanks thanks a bunch, man. Uh, we'll have you back on next week. Let's – oh, real quick, we'll go over. So you have – let's see here. You have Bama minus 25-and-a-half, uh, Iowa State plus 2-and-a-half, Washington uh, minus 21, Oklahoma State minus 14, KU – let's see here. You're getting KU plus 21. I've got – North Texas plus fourteen, Wake Forest minus two and a half, uh, Northern Illinois plus fourteen, West Virginia plus six and a half, USC minus four. So, all right, well, all right, Skin. Well, I'll talk to you uh, next week, man. Sounds good. All right, thanks again to Skinny for joining us for this week's edition of Picks Trying Not to Suck. Uh, thanks to you all for joining us too for the Blatant Homers and Podcast. I'm Alan Kenny. Take it easy.